0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Of Saints and Sinners podcast. I am your host, Devin, and with me is your other host, the magnanimous, fantastical, uh, most intelligent. Keep it coming. EJ. Keep it coming. Oh, yes. keep it going. Uh, no, 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 no. no, no. Most good. talented, <laughs> most fashionable. Uh, first of the, his name. First of his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh all of that all of that all of that what's going on with you man chilling um life is uh getting busy for me work is getting busy because they're gonna start opening gyms soon so we're like we're running around so trying to get everything together get all of our amenities together and as you know we have a gym hotel and early childhood department so we have a lot to uh get started right how many people are you guys allowing in there because i I heard it's supposed to be kind of like limited yeah they're still figuring that out yeah they're still figuring that out so as soon as we get the numbers we'll know and then the people will know it's definitely not like the way it used to be like you just pop in it's definitely it's nothing like that i don't know if be like reservations or yeah that's what i was thinking they were gonna do is like some sort of you have to Book this time twenty four hours ahead. Yeah. Or yeah. at least four, maybe even forty eight hours ahead. Yeah. I and don't then, see why um, not. Yeah. You just know I people are so exactly. difficult that like they're gonna find a way to complain about that. Of course, of course. I mean, people haven't been going to the gym since March now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know you know what's crazy? So uh me and my girlfriend, we were going to the gym. Probably right up until they started uh, really quarantining people. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, by this time, we already knew about at least one case in New York. And then that guy, I guess, like, there were five people in whatever office he worked in that, that caught it. But they hadn't said that we needed to quarantine yet. So we were at the gym one day. And there was this woman there. And all of a sudden, she just starts coughing up a lung, like, just excessive. (laughs) And we were both looking at her like, man, right now is not the time. Well, It's not the time. Was she old? No, she was like our age. That was a crazy part. I was just like, if you're sick, do you really think this is the time when we got a virus going around to be going to public? Uh, to public facilities, like, come on. Yeah. She must not have known the severity yet. No, I mean, I doubt that she actually had coronavirus at that time. She probably yeah. had, like, to clear her throat or something. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I knew, I knew somebody that had it. I won't say who, but I knew somebody that had it in January. Right, right. I remember you telling us that. Yeah, like, it's just so amazing to know what we knew to be in March and April and May was actually around January yeah yeah I mean they were I mean what is it Trump keeps saying that like you know he acted he closed down China but they were saying like yeah but there were like more than 4,000 people that traveled between China and the U.S. before you know before you'd actually shut down the country oh yeah and most Absolutely. of them were coming from Europe and they probably traveled in China went to Europe and then came to the U.S. so my job, the hotel Behind part the of ball. my job sees a lot of Europeans, a lot of Asians. It is like, I know that thing came up and through my job. <laughs> you know, fortunately. I'm lucky. It had... Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, I think I did have it for like a second. but You might have. I mean, yeah. you may have been asymptomatic. and Yeah. I remember having like this little dry cough one time. I was like, okay, that, that feels different. Did you go mm. get tested? Don't be, um, hello. That's no. private. I didn't. No, I know <laughs> have my private business on here. That's not that's not that private, it's a public health matter. Yo, no, cause yo. no, because it's so embarrassing now. It's like, no, I actually didn't. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, this nigga is irresponsible. Uh no, no. <laughs> this, no this nigga no, don't this nigga don't get don't get physicals. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I only ask because, you know, some people there are people who don't exhibit symptoms who have gotten tested and like they found out like oh yeah I do have the antibodies and there are people who did get tested they weren't exhibiting symptoms and they, like, they just have never have never had it you know uh-huh, so uh-huh. you know like I went I and I haven't been exhibiting cyst- symptoms or anything like that I only did it because honestly my girlfriend was just like nah you can't come back to my apartment <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so I was like all right cool like. I have no problem with it, but it is mad uncomfortable to do it. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was hearing that too. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know if I spoke about this on the podcast already, but they like straight put this Q-tip or this swab that's supposed to go up your nose. Mm-hmm. They're like scratching your brain. I was just like, yeah, no, uh, I, don't I was know. like, I was like, oh my gosh, she's gonna lobotomize me. I'm not gonna remember anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's been a crazy two weeks, I feel like, for mm-hmm. for me too. Like I've been getting slammed at work, just having to do crazy assignments that are kind of I won't say out of the scope, outside the scope of my actual role, more mm-hmm. than it was just like the technical the technological capabilities for what we were really trying to do weren't there to be like efficient. Mhm. Uh so like last Friday I was working till about 10:30 at night. Oh wow. Yeah, like on a Friday. I was like and granted there were other people helping me so they were they were also working as well but I was just like this is not what any of us want to be doing right now. Yeah. Like, I I hadn't really even eaten all day so like by the time I finished I went out I was like, you know, what, let me just go to Popeyes real quick. So I'm walking up the block I see the lights are are on. I'm like, all right, cool. Literally, as soon as I like, basically stepped in front of the door, the lights shut off, and I realized that they were closing. Oh my god! I was like, okay. Had to the way you got home. <laughs> I was like, well, no, I I was at home all day before. Oh, and I I'm, was like, my bad. I'm not even thinking about. I'm thinking about uh, like back in the right, office. Right, 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 right. No, no, no. I wouldn't. Um. So I was just like, all right, maybe, maybe the one on one thirty-fifth is still open because that one's a busy one. Like maybe there's they're gonna be 24 hours now that they've like or they have extended hours or whatever. Mm-mm. I went over there. No, same Mm-mm. situation. Mm-mm. So I was like, all right, how much do I want food? So I decided, you know what, I'm gonna go down 125th. And fortunately, Harlem Shake was still open. So Yeah. But uh but yeah, last week was, uh, was a crazy week, for sure. Speaking of Popeye's, I never gave Popeye's much attention until that frenzy was going on. Oh, the chicken sandwich? Yes. And I remember there were times, like, earlier when I started working at my job, I was, like, closing sometimes and getting off at midnight. Yeah. And there were times I was flying uptown. <laughs> Like trying to get to 125th and St. Nick to that Popeyes. Oh, yeah. Madhood. Yeah, mad yeah, 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 mad yeah. I all, hate that one. <laughs> all characters. That's great. And then I was like, oh, well, dang it. If that doesn't work, I'm going to go to 135th. And I would just be disappointed sometimes because I would miss it. Right, right. But sometimes I would get it. Sometimes I would miss it. But that made me think about Popeyes that time. Oh, yeah. Since then, I haven't been, been there. Not even thinking about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been mostly cooking from home. So, yeah. I've uh... – I haven't really done the fast food stuff unless it's like Chipotle. Yeah. No. Oh my God, this is so. Well, anyway. Moving <laughs> on. Moving along. Um, did you watch the DNC? I did. I did. Uh, I watched all. Some of it was a little like boring to me, but I definitely watched it all. Okay. I thought it was great. Um, you know, it's definitely not what we're used to. We're used to seeing people in the arena. You know, shouting with the uh, the paraphernalia and all that, and obviously the speakers are right there, very straightforward. I thought this was interesting because it gave them a chance to be creative, and um, I don't know. For me, it seemed like there was just way more involvement from like regular people. Yeah, yeah, there absolutely were. Um, I know, like usually during these things, they have people like regular people come up and speak and talk about the politicians, but I feel like it was. What the difference was this was way more interactive Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it was usually like you said people are at the they're at like the the arena or whatever stadium they may be in whatever it is and they're literally just giving you speeches all day and like maybe they'll do like a couple videos you might get like a few musical performances or whatever but there's just kind of like you know same old same old this time it was much more like yeah, we're gonna have like this pre, pre-filmed, um, pre-recorded panel and like show, ask like what are actual citizens worried about things like that, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I didn't. I will say this: I only watched the first night. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see Michelle Obama speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like the Democrats have have uh, one out their welcome with her. <laughs> just like sick of it. Yeah, I mean, she she admittedly says that she doesn't even like politics like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like she gave a very rousing speech the last go around, and mm-hmm. I think that was her limit. Like when she said that that line, "When they go low, we go high," mm-hmm. that was like the peak of her wanting to give any political speeches at all. Like this one, if you know. know she i feel like she was telling speaking her truth and like you know authentic but i also felt like she was just like this is not at all what i want to be doing yeah yeah it's so funny when people say like oh she should run and i think she would like destroy anyone in in terms of votes but i just it's like yo imagine her giving even if it's one term imagine her giving that much energy again after just the eight years that she's spent in the White House already. No. I, I just can't even imagine her doing that. Yeah. So. No, I mean, I feel like those calls for her to run for president are the same calls people were making for Oprah to run for president. Yeah. It's like, like oh, look at this woman. she's uh, She's, she can unite people, and that's exactly what we need right now. And that's, like, the sentiment that I get from people who say, like, oh, well, what about Michelle Obama? Like, like, what would she be like as a president? Like, she doesn't even like politics. Yeah. So I, I would assume that she'd be a horrible president. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost want people to, like, kind of get back into the lane of what a president looks like. I think we're getting a little too off balance as if any, not any, but, like, like the lane has been open for figures to, like, think about becoming president. And, you know, it just wasn't like, let's say, like, 100 years ago, no, no, like, performer would be like, oh, let me be president. Right, right. What, like what, It was like politicians who went the way that they should go. Like, you know, the yeah. old, the steps that, you know, whatever hierarchy you have to go up to get up there. Now it's like, you got TV personalities. Oh, let them be, like, they should be president. It's like, no, that's not that's not a thing. Right, right. Like, I, I don't think Oprah would be a good president. I think she's a great woman, whatever, everything she's done, all her attributes. But being a president is just something a little bit different. Quite yeah. different, actually. I, I think what we've seen in, at least, I won't say with Obama, because he he didn't have any, like, well, as far as I know, he didn't have any ties to, like, working for any like company or anything like that. But, like, when I think about George Bush's family, like, they have ties in the oil industry. Uh-huh. Uh, I think about Trump, you know, he's real estate. Oh, sure. uh, right. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what it is is like two things that i don't want anymore i don't want people who who's made their career just making money off the backs of other people running mm-hmm. for higher office because i know that your your view of the world is purely from a monetary like standpoint mm-hmm. it is not at all like oh i've seen people um, you know, I've seen people suffering. I've seen what people are going through and I genuinely want to help because your idea of help is, well, if I pay you this amount of wage, you know, you should be able to live a lifestyle that I think is decent for your station. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And like, that's not at all what I want in a politician or, or in a president for sure. Um, and then the other part of no Capitalist, yeah to your to your other point yeah i want people who have actually served in government for some amount of time before they've actually take on this role of being the president where you're supposed to be interacting with dignitaries mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be you know you know not that, not that every president unites a country like i totally understand how you know your personal politics impact different people in different ways but there is a respect of the office which this president just does not have right right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that it, that's what i do want to see come back to the presidency uh, but first we gotta get him out of the office yeah well i'll tell you because i think one of the questions we have uh, what didn't we like about it or oh, whatever I'm gonna tell you what I did. what are you Cause, nervous cause... about with this flip, oh, yes, like, yes, if yes. Kamala and uh, Biden went. absolutely okay so to your point about what you don't want to see or oh, like what you're sick of seeing with uh, upcoming presidents I, I was thinking about this when I was you know in the shower this morning I was like am I gonna say this on the podcast tonight and I just I don't I'm kind of just sick of when I think about the whole history of all the presidents we've ever had and we had, mm-hmm. we, had we had a younger black guy that's one, yeah, I'm just kind of like, I don't want to go back to the old white guy <laughs> like <laughs> I, <what> <laughs> I just it's it, to me it's just like now it's looking colonial times again, like right. Joe Biden looks like he could like definitely be up there with John Adams and you know James <laughs> Monroe, like he just ha- i mean, he looks like a guy of this time, right, like, his look is just very seventeen ninety, and it's just like after what we had. Even Trump was different than the rest. Even I'm not saying that's good. But right. it's, it's like, it just seemed like a step back. I don't know. I just, and he's I never. Mean, that. Yeah. My, I, I think I get you're, what you're saying. It's, yeah. It's, it's almost like you're going back to politics as usual. You're going back to the old guard. Where yeah. But, like, oh, that's a good way. Old guard, mm-hmm. old, you know, old white guy, you know, money. Now, yeah. I think, and I think he's paid his dues since we're talking about that he's definitely come through the ranks. Yeah, absolutely. But it's definitely just, I just think after, and I'm, it's not like a black thing right now. I'm talking about like the, the youthfulness of uh, Obama. It's mm-hmm. just like, how could you even go to someone who's in their 70s? Like, and, and you know what, bro? This is what we talked about before. These time limits on these positions. Like, you know, even in church, like nobody wants to pastor who's coming in in their 70s. Right, right. Like, what are you going to really do I don't know because like I mean, I know our church, our old church, is going through that process right now of selecting mm-hmm. a new um leader and some of the names on there, just from knowing who they are, I'm like, all mm-hmm. of these i mean no offense to the dead, oh rest my God, in here peace, we go, rest in peace, what are you bishop. about to do, okay rest in peace Bishop but all uh, uh-huh. the, the people like well I won't say all of them but a majority of them on there in my opinion are like ready to go be with Bishop uh, oh my god <laughs> oh <laughs> my like, god like I was I, looking at these names and I'm just like I, y'all were all the same age like
1: -hmm. And granted,
0: Bishop was was healthy and he was Mm -hmm, mm said to kind of live for a very long time. But I'm just like, he wasn't very he wasn't progressive like that, Mm -mm. you know, because Mm -hmm. he was he was of a certain age and like he was stuck in in his ways. And like that's just not what I want going forward. Especially like as a 30 year old man, you Mm
1: -hmm. know, who's
0: thinking about the future, who's thinking about having kids and whatnot. I'm thinking like, okay, who are we putting in into presidency now mm-hmm. that can actually create some change that my kids will be able to uh, take advantage of in a positive way in their in 30 years you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so that's what i that's what i'm thinking about um, and he, he's just such and it's just like he's from another era like the way he even approaches women and he keeps getting in trouble for it. And it's like, yes, back in the day, you could, like, kiss a woman a certain, Not on the lips. But, like, you could just have a way with women because that's just... The mindsets Mad were different. Style. Mad men, yeah. Hey, <laughs> honey. You know, like, kind of making, like, these little jokes. Right. And not, like, being disrespectful, but, like, these little jokes. And that's that's his day. Like, this dude... and So when Mad Men, like, is supposed to be set, he, he'll be in his 20s. he he'd be a grown man. So that's, like, his era. Right and so right. you know the way the world is now, he just cannot conduct himself that way, and he just continues to get in trouble. <laughs> and it's like, it dude, however he wants to do it, yeah. And it's like now nah, he's saying he's senile. It's just like, yo, this is not. I a, don't think he's th- senile. I think that's um. That's I don't think I, I don't stuff. think he's sharp. I don't think he's sharp. Really, I mean, I, I don't think he's progressive, but I don't think he's not sharp. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I think he's still very much like has all his cognitive senses, like he can put sentences to he can he can at least communicate a clear thought Mm. and have a a simple idea that he wants to transmit to people. That that is probably like the biggest difference between him and Trump. Well of course. Trump will take you all around the world Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with his logic. And you won't know anything that, that he means by it. So, um, but I was going to say like the thing for me that I'm most worried about with this administration, um, because I, I, like I said, I didn't really watch the DNC that much, but I did catch an interview of them on ABC. And they were addressing defunding the police. And Joe Biden and Kamala were, well, I mean, they're they're going to be on the same ticket. So this is their, their platform. They were just like, no, we're not going to defund the police. In fact, the police need more help. And I'm just like, <sighs> I'm like half of, there are some cities where half their budgets are going to the police. How can they, they have all the help. That they yeah. could possibly need right now. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, I wish. I don't know what he what means by more help. I don't know if that means more money, because if that's the case, that's crazy. Or maybe like more um, training or like some more. But we've already done the trainings. We, we yeah. said, let's do body cams. Let's do. Uh, retrain them so that they know how to you know, interact with minority communities, none of that is working. Mm. Um, you know, I wish they had talked about, you know, we need to create services where we can actually understand what are the, pre- the prevailing issues in certain communities. So we know, uh, you know, if there are 911 calls to certain homes, is there someone disabled in there? Is there someone who may have a mental illness in that case, maybe sending the police as a first response is not what we need, not the right strategy, you know? Right. Um, and none, I mean, granted, it's a short interview because they address a lot of stuff. Um, so, so maybe that is going to be part of their platform, but it just seemed like what they were going for was Basically more law and order just not saying that. Oh yeah, probably. So I don't know. With that those are those that is at least my biggest concern with this administration. Yeah. I wonder how much they'll clash if 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 they do at all. I just wonder if that would be like a thing as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it will be. Cause um, I mean, I don't know how much. You know, I, I haven't really looked into how these two, not these two in particular, but like a president and vice president, mm-hmm. how they interact, how much does the vice president actually do? Yeah. Because it's a little notorious that they really don't do much. Um, but, you know, I'll just, I'll be interested to see how they get along. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean they're, they're obviously from two different, and I've never seen like this before. They're like from two different worlds, it looks like. Absolutely. I mean, it, it not even looks like it is. It, it, they, they they absolutely are. You know, Joe is... He's kind of like your typical... Well, he's supposed to emulate kind of like your typical blue-collar white suburban or like, you know, just non, non-metropolitan guy, you yeah. know? Did he come from money or no? I'm not 100% sure on that. He might have. Mm. Um... I know Kamala. She's the she's the daughter of immigrants. You know, half Jamaican, half Indian. We discussed that. Um, we discussed that. I think last week mm-hmm, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah, they're coming from two totally different experiences. Which could, if if Joe listens to her, could yeah. be a benefit. And if she's listening, if they're both listening to the people in terms of, like, what the people are saying about the things that they actually want and need. Um, You know, yeah, it could be a very successful administration, but it kind of, you know, to your point, it looks like we're just going back to the old guard, and that'll just be the end of that. Yeah, definitely the look of it. I mean, good lord. (laughs) This dude, it's like, I don't know. But yeah. So that's that. I thought, like I said, I thought it was great. I think they did very well with the virtual presentation. It seemed—I mean, just a couple hiccups here and there—but I enjoyed the music. The music videos; those were really nice. Yeah, um, yeah, but they were nice too. It was interesting that the Republican convention didn't have any music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just like, nah. okay,
0: we, are we going into that? Because I we that was a that was it, a hate watch right there. Like, yeah, that was. I, that was wild. T- between Tim Scott and Herschel Walker. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is... Oh, and who was the other guy? Vernon Jones, the Democrat? I was just oh, like, the... yes, 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 yes. I'm looking at these three black men up here just acting a fool. Nothing of what they said had anything to do with Trump being, you know, good for the country. It was just, he's my friend. And yeah. that's what I... And I would never... Say that he's a racist, of course, you wouldn't because he's your friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, did she, you see the lady who said she was brown? Who, um, um, who Nikki, Nikki. yeah, yeah, so oh. she is, she is, she is, her, her parents are Indian. No, that's fine, but she was like, I'm a brown girl, oh, yeah, you I know, didn't... she could sit on the front of the bus, oh, yeah, 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 no, no, like she... pass, she definitely has passed, and like someone, I saw someone on Twitter said if you're so proud of your Indian heritage, why aren't you actually using your first name? Yeah. And I was but I, just like, Oh, Nikki is her middle name. Like I, I know, I know like maybe a few Indian girls who, Indian American women who have the name Nikki, but Indian like girls. it was when I looked up her first name, I was just like, Oh yeah. You probably won a ran on this ticket. Nine South Carolina with that name. Oh uh-huh, no. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I actually thought it was interesting. She said something about she was just like, it's become fashionable for for people on the left to call America racist. Yeah, that's BS. Um, she was like, America isn't racist. Yeah. But then in like in like a matter of maybe two sentences, she was just like, Five years ago in South Carolina, a white supremacist walked into a black church. And shot everybody inside. <laughs> I was just like, Yep. You are making, like, what do you mean America isn't racist? This just happened five years ago in the state that you represent. Uh-huh. So, how could you even fix your mouth to say that? It, it's just crazy to me. Like, the, the, the mental gymnastics that they have to do yeah. to, for themselves to make their arguments make sense is pretty phenomenal. Um, then the couple um, with the protesters. The McCloskeys. Yo. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. They were, they were like, they want to abolish the suburbs. Like, Yo, I, I couldn't even really believe what I was like listening to. I was it, like, what are you talking about? No one has said abolish the suburbs. Yeah. Like, you, could, you could tell these people are like, living in a dream. It's like they want to go back to like that 1950s. Leave it to beaver life. That, to <laughs> yeah. me, that's exactly what they were yeah. talking about. Like, he, some, this other guy, I can't forget his, I can't remember his name. He's like, I, uh, you know, I just want my kids to go out and play in the yard, you know? Like, that's what I want. Right. And I was just like, wow, you want, like, a dream. It's like that, uh, it's like that American dream they keep trying to recreate. And I think it's that America Great Again is all, like, mixing a pot. Exactly. Uh, and exactly. it's like, yo, this, the, the protesters were there because a white cop Kneeled on a man's neck right for 10 minutes. Killed him. And then the, this lady's about America's not racist. And then they were like, and then they were like, now and Donald Trump Jr. and a couple of people were like, yeah, what happened to George Floyd was bad. Like, yo, like, that's yeah. It. That's, yeah. That's, that's, like, yeah. Like, we're looking into that. Like, oh, man. The, the dude whose daughter passed away got killed at Parkland. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, like, oh, he was going in. I was like, he was just like, Donald Trump took action. He created a school advisory board. And I was just like, that's it? He created some people, he created a board that people could talk to each other. And Like, what did he actually do? He didn't put in, he didn't put in place any sort of policy about gun violence or protecting schools. All he wanted to do <sighs> what he wanted to do was put guns in school. Yeah. He wanted to make sure that everyone got trained on how to use a gun so that they could shoot the guy themselves. And it's just like, you know, there's a much easier way to do this. You could just say, nah, people shouldn't have guns in the country. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like that's, that's the actually probably the least expensive way to do this rather than we're going to train every year. Every year, we got to train new people on how to use guns. That's yeah. that's an infinite spin. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and the funny thing is, is, like, people, most people on the left have not really said that they. we don't want guns in the country. I mean, there are a lot of people who don't want guns in the country. But most of them are just like, no, nah, we just want you guys to do some background checks on these people and understand what their politics are. Have they ever made death threats? on mm-hmm. Instagram? Do they have manifestos? Like like real basic, kinda like, yeah, this person probably shouldn't have a gun because they may actually drive from the other side of Texas to go shoot up a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know. So many guns are guns are pointless. To possess. Like if you want to go to a shooting range or whatever, that's one thing, but I don't know. In this day and age, I just don't see the point. Yeah. I mean, I know the funny thing is like in, I think, Switzerland, which you would think is like one of the most peaceful countries in the world. Uh-huh. There are, they have more gun ownership per capita than the United States, meaning that there are more. So for every thousand persons, there, there are more guns owned by those people than uh-huh. in the U.S., Wow, And yet you don't hear about mass shootings in schools and in Walmarts, like back to back to back, you know, like that's the crazy part about it. So it can be done. It's just people here don't want to do it. And that's the difference. So. Anyway, listen, yeah, we 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 can we can keep going. We, can keep going. we can keep yeah. going. Politics as usual. Right now we're going to get into our Saint of the week. Um this one goes out to cuz I don't know if we addressed it when it was kind of making the rounds. I think maybe it may have been one of our earlier podcasts. I'm not sure. But I don't know uh, if we were doing it yet. I don't know. I don't I forget cuz yeah. Anyways. Our saint of the week is going to go to Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna Bryant. Um, in honor of the fact that yesterday was 824, which was officially recognized as Kobe day, at least in the, in the sports world it was. Um, and even the day before it was his actual birthday. Um, he would have been 42 years old. Um, I think just, Yen still what we are six months basically after he passed, and when the tribute started going out, I was still feeling like a type of way about this mm-hmm. um you know it it was such like a devastating story to hear about not just him passing away but you know his daughter is on this helicopter, and then it was like his daughter. Her friend and her dad were all on the helicopter too, and it's just like, wow, this was a massive loss of life and and a lot of potential just gone in an instant. Uh-huh. I think that was probably a, really like the saddest part for me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I can I can only imagine. Um, and, like, Kim Kardashian put up this picture of her two daughters today, mm-hmm. and Vanessa Bryant commented and said, you know, so cute or whatever. And I just, like, wow, she's out, like, commenting. Like, I just can't imagine, like, what she's still feeling. Yeah. You know, I just, you know. Right. That's, that's that's the type of loss that you're just never really gonna get over. Yeah. You know, you're... what That was her second youngest child. Right, right, right. You know, and she was, you know, Basically, following in her dad's footsteps. You know, she was becoming a, a, almost, I don't want to say a celebrity, but she was becoming a star in her own right. Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. that everyone was very much rooting for her to be kind of like a basketball prodigy. You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And I know like Kobe at the time, he was putting in a lot of work with, um, with a lot of women basketball players and, and trying to put in more time with the WNBA, there's been like a huge push behind that to be, to make the WNBA more popular, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is great, you know, cause a lot of people don't, we tend not to pay attention to women's sports, uh, which is, you know, kind of one of the failings of, of our society. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I especially I, when it comes to like sports that we think are only for men. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. The thing is, you know, it's crazy. Is like, I don't know if we, at least here in America, like we don't really pay much attention to soccer. Right. Right. But, you know, come World Cup time, most people are very much like they get excited about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's always a lot of attention. Granted, we are in the US. So there's always a lot of attention put towards the US soccer team. And, like, the men's soccer team sucks. But they get paid millions of dollars by, like, I guess, Soccer USA or whoever, whatever the organization is that, mm-hmm. um, that organizes the men's team. They get paid, you know, when they lose, they get paid when they win millions of dollars. But the women's team, I think they said, like, they get paid a quarter of what the men's team does. And in terms of, like, historical wins, they have more wins, not just in international play, and they play better competition than the men do. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's been kind of crazy, you know, hearing about all these stories, you know, also coming from the WNBA about how they don't really get paid. Like, Mm -hmm. they do the season here in the U.S., and then they also go play in Europe. The men don't ever have to go play in Europe unless they can't find a team that will sign them in the NBA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyways, I say all that to you know just acknowledge the fact that Kobe was really uh he he was really having a second act that I think a lot of people were looking forward to to seeing how he could impact more lives because I think he was even looking into um, building some, building out some businesses, some sports related businesses that mm-hmm. were going to help um, help like youth in in uh, impoverished communities. Didn't he have I like an academy? He had the academy, and then there was another program that he was going to put together as well. I forget I forget what it was, but anyways, he had a lot of ventures about to like pop off, and you know it's just sad that we'll never really get. Or at least he'll never get to really see them come to fruition uh, um the way that I'm sure he would have liked to um, but yeah that's that's our saint of the week, not much else that I can say nah, there that, that it, hasn't been said already, yeah, I mean um, it, that, that's a clean cut right there, yeah, it's just I always think about how it happened, and that's just so devastating, really, yeah, well, I'll say one last thing about it mm-hmm. this is because of because of the the tragedy I'm I know you're not into sports like that so but for me I am a suffering Knicks fan and I've never rooted for the Lakers this is the only year I will be rooting for them to actually win a championship Uh because I just want them to do it for Kobe just to just to wrap it all with a nice bow at the end you know Oh, that's, yeah. That's yeah. the only reason. And that's the last thing I'm going to say about rooting for the Lakers. Um, so, all right. Now for the get, juicy stuff. Yeah, let's get to the juicy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, our, our first center of the week is... Mm-hmm. The I don't know what what kind of title can we give him? He's just a pastor, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pastor Jonathan Gray. Is it Jonathan? That's funny. I don't know that. I'm just gonna. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I'm assuming it. Is. Yeah, <laughs> John Gray. Um, you probably know more about him, his professional stuff than I do. But uh, uh, I know wow. he's he's a part of like Joel Osteen's church, isn't he? I didn't know that. I don't um, know that much about him. Okay, so I, I, don't know, I this, heard his new people. Got it. So from what I know, I think he is kind of associated with Joel Olstein. Um, I forget what branch of that church he runs. But anyways, this pastor, he, he has been caught now two times cheating on his wife, <laughs> which I think is what, what makes this story sick. Is that apparently one the woman's name her the code name that they're giving her is Mary. Amazing. <laughs> you know, I was just like I was like, Well it can't be Mary the Virgin. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's I don't, think that's, I don't think that's it. That
1: so is uh,
0: Mary Magdalene, Ugh. which is also rich because I'm just like, well, wasn't she basically born again? Like right, right. She, 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 she changed found, her life. Right, she she changed her life. She found favor uh, among the Lord. Right. Uh, so I think that just them don't calling take her, her don't Mary. J- don't be dragging her back down there. Right, right. Don't to judge, be a whore. Don't, don't judge me on my past. Right. <laughs> right. Um. No, I just thought that was that was funny that they were giving her that code name. But I thought the real sick part about it was, one, and I think we all knew this was bound to happen, and it's probably happened way more frequently than I'm thinking, people who cheat on their spouses during a quarantine, (laughs) that's sick to me, because I'm just like, you're supposed to be in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, yeah. Where are you finding all this time? (laughs) Yeah. And you could be like, you could be infecting your spouse. Or your kid in yeah. this case, yeah. So, I there, the so that was sick to me. The other part of it was he apparently there's video of him in in the car and his son. His son, I don't know, his son is, must be really young. Um, but his son is in the background and he's facetiming this chick and he's like. He's like, yeah, my wife doesn't cook, and all my son eats is pizza every night. Ain't that right? And he basically had his son confirm this—that like all they eat is pizza, like fast food. Oh man, that's oh man. I was like, bro, you breaking all sorts of code of conduct. Yeah, yeah. Now, like, like you talking about what your wife don't do. Not only that, but you got your son involved. That's sick. That I'm like, um, his son is young, so it's not like I don't think his son really had any idea of what was really going on. You know, for him, he probably just thought it was a joke. But like, how that's there's something seriously wrong with you if you're putting your wife on blast like that. Like, you need to be going home and talking to her about where you see your relationship Mm -hmm. and like I, I think a lot of that comes from this idea that women are supposed women aren't supposed to really go do things beyond cooking and raising family and it really puts people or I'll say it puts you in a bind when you find out that you need more than that from your wife Uh And that's all that you've actually married her for. Yeah. Wait, before you keep going, can I just say I just went to his page. I just love when people get in a scandal and they turn (laughs) them comments off.
1: (laughs) When I tell
0: you... I mean, I just don't know any more real admission of guilt than that. Oh, yeah. Apparently he was like... I' forget mean, what what celebrity couple, but he was helping some celebrity couple through their marriage issues, and I'm like, how dare you how what what is it that you can tell them that you, what is the advice that you're telling them that you're not taking for yourself you know I'm just so glad, and I'm just going to be real quick about this I'm just glad we grew up under great leadership, and you know our pastor was known, he wasn't like you know famous in the sense of like these well, you know what I'm trying to say yeah he wasn't it, it, like it, a mega church pastor yeah, or, or just like you know he was known enough right, right but you know we just didn't see stuff like this no we didn't in no time you know and I want to talk to you about privately about that because I just you know that's something private but so at least not from him and at least not from no no definitely not from him but I have some thoughts about like that oh, Um okay. but <laughs> um no I mean we just didn't see stuff like that like this dude is just constantly offending his wife, and now bringing the kids in. Remember the whole thing about he bought like some fancy car. Remember he bought like a Lamborghini or something for for, for his mistress. Not think it was his, for his wife. Oh, I oh. believe, and everybody was like, "Dang!" But they, yeah. I think I think they kind of got blown over because he he like writes books or something. So I guess they yeah. right he whatever. I just you know this church stuff, man. You already know where I'm at. What, what are the things that pastors can do that completely destroy churches, mess up their marriages? That's one. Yeah. In black, I don't know about white church, but black Pentecostal and I guess Baptist church, the first lady is literally a queen. Yeah. You know, she may now, some first ladies, are like Karen Clark, she's like a star. Mm-hmm. And some first ladies are more reserved, like the one we grew up with. Right, but in any event, she is the queen of the house, right? And, and no one mistreats her from the past no. on down, or at least you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. And I've seen a couple, or a few rather, ministries be torn apart because the uh, uh, the, the the first couple has split up. Yeah. And don't let it be nasty. Like, don't let it be like a regular split up. Don't let it be awful. Yeah, no. I'm name a church right now, right on this podcast. I mean, I we definitely know of a of okay a bishop. Cool. Oh, okay. We <laughs> we, gotta do it. we we know we 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 know that some of these stories, but um oh yeah, I was thinking. So, yes, I think. Pastors who have a, uh, who have repeatedly embarrassed their, or at least disrespected their marriages will definitely destroy churches, Mm -hmm. Um, especially like smaller churches. I I don't know if you, I don't know, (sighs) For the mega churches, I'm guessing it depends on like what the actual offense is. And, like, who it was with. But for for sure, like, smaller churches, you know, people quickly leave. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, the other thing is, like, if you're a pastor who is basically uh, using church finances oh, inappropriately. my God. That, yes. That's probably, I would say that's probably above. Actually, cheating on your wife. If you, if that, you're because now you're injured. talking about people's money, right? Because now you're you're not just harming one person; you're harming an entire group of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where like he almost got grazed last time. Yep, I think so because it was like whatever kind of car it was. They was like, no, you're not. Right? <laughs> no, you're not. Why do you have a Lambo? Yeah, no, you're not. There are there are wealthy wealthy people who don't even own Lambos. Yeah, <laughs> that is a top tier car. Yep, yep, yeah. Money and and uh, firstly, you know, of course, like little things like the music ain't right and all that kind of stuff. That yeah, can, it, it, well, music. I mean, I think you I think you have to really be into music to be like, oh, I just can't okay. attend this church anymore. <laughs> well, I think I think every successful church has one or the other yes yes i will say that you you either have to have re- really good singing and well i'll say this i think most churches need to have really good preaching to begin with to be a successful church like that is on un- like you need that that's on un- that's all around the board but you can get away with having a so-so music ministry uh, as long, as, long okay. as they can hold it to a, a note uh, okay um i'm not saying i'm not saying you come with you know a bass drum and 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 a top hat and that's it that's all you need for your music and, uh ministry i'm saying like okay you've got your you've got your praise group all right you know none of them are necessarily going to win grammys But they can hold notes, they can sing songs that are popular, or you know, actually minister to people, and that's really most people just want to hear songs that they know. I don't think people are looking for musicality all over the place. Okay, I'll stop there. It's not bad. I just, I feel you. No, I mean, you tell me what what you what you think. That's not true. There, I mean, there's two sides. There's always, like, a flip side. I've seen a lot of churches have a, like, um, a lot of churches that I know, but they're more, like, subculture churches. So I really shouldn't be using them in this conversation because a lot of churches, especially, like, in New York, I call them subculture churches. Like, they're known for music. Right. Like, like they'll have, like, a local celebrity. I'm so sorry about that. They'll have, like, a celebrity be their minister of music or this and Mm -hmm. that. And like that will draw people to the church, and then the preaching will be so so. And I'm not speaking about anybody in particular at the moment, just to be clear. But, yeah, I um, but I will tell you later. But, no, yeah, no, I, I think I, I have an idea of who you're talking about. Yeah. So I mean, you know, preaching can be on the back burner for some of these churches because they're so known for their music, and especially these. these some churches are known for their praise breaks, like literally yeah. some, something so spontaneous, but. You can have a band that's so tight that you know you're going to get a certain product every time. Right. And, and people don't realize a lot of churches have other factors, too. Like, well, not so much now, because especially the church you go to now, a lot of these things are obsolete. <laughs> but, like, yeah, 20 years ago, if you went to a fashion church, that was, like, people would go there for that. My like, ass. oh, like I, I can dress a certain way. Or, like, if your first lady's popular or if your first lady preaches... It's like a, a it's a thing. So there were always different components to get people to come to your church. that not necessarily yeah. the yeah. the 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 heads preach like the pastors preaching. Right, right. That can get that will get people in. Fair enough. That I think that's fair. Um, but can they get people to stay? Mm, the uh I mean, I don't know. It's just so different nowadays. I know. People church hop a lot. People church hop. People don't go to church. People yeah. watch from home. Um, you know, that, 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 that's got, that community is not the same. Yeah. I mean, I know people, at least on my social media timeline, when I see people post things from their churches or, you know, whether they be online or whether they're going in person. It's actually very rare that I see them posting their music ministry, which surprises me sometimes. Because I'm like, do they are these music ministries just not that good, or mm-hmm. or is it something completely, or is it or is it that they only really attend for the messages and they're like, like you know, you could tell when the praise team is going to go up, mm-hmm. when the preacher is going to come on. Some people just show up for the preacher and that's it, mm-hmm. you know. So, anyways, I, I, well, last thing I was just gonna say, I don't think people have that same kind of pride as in like when we were growing up, like if the youth choir was singers. First of all, people don't even do that no more. Like, yeah, youth no, no. choirs and that's this right. men's choir, you know, that's that's more like an old guard thing. So right. like, and then you don't even have that pride anymore. Like, oh, sing y'all! It's just like the praise team. I mean, I think it's good. But I just don't think it, the culture has changed. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the face of it think, has changed. Yeah, I don't think it's so much a pride thing as much as it is, but people just don't aren't putting in the time to go to choir rehearsals. No, no, no. I'm saying pride, like a, a person who's recording, like, oh, my church is singing, like, like, oh, oh like, oh, they're killing it today. Oh, like. I don't oh, know I don't even think that's the case. I just don't think people are conscious of that. And I, like, I, I, know, I know what you're saying. Like, I think music is still very much a big part of church. Um, but at least, like, the churches I, I've been going to, people are just not even, like, really paying attention to the music that much. Like, they enjoy it. They, you know, like, they get into it while they're there, but they're never, like... You know, phones out, like let's look at this. But I think it, it you know, it might just be the fact that these aren't concerts, these aren't uh concert choirs or anything like that. But that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm we're saying the same thing. I'm saying like like people are just not into that stuff anymore. It's not being yeah. done. Like when well, we used to work like when we used to do Fifth Sunday at church, and like that was like yeah, a huge yeah. deal now yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's not even it's like okay the praise seems up <laughs> okay well yes yes that 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 was one thing I was getting because because you were saying people don't have pride in it I was just like I don't think it's a it's not them I don't think it's a them not having pride in their church choirs I think people are just like in the moment they're not like actually recording this stuff but it's it's weird because during, like, actual service when the preacher is preaching, they'll have their phones out and recording stuff. I, like recording the message? Yeah.
1: Well, yes. it's, it's
0: so funny. When I was, like, working with... I'm like, during praising everybody was, like, was like worshiping. I was like, oh. I was, yeah. like, nobody, I was like, nobody's phone is out. That's yeah. so, that was so different for me because, like, in our world, if something's popping, the phone's out. And it's right. going, it, it's somewhere on Facebook Live, somewhere. So like when I saw like, and this is like, it was a pretty black church. So when I saw like everybody kind of in and worshiping and like, and it's not even like if you were in, you at least paying attention. I was like, I had never seen anything like that. Yeah, personally, I, like no phone was out. Yeah, that and that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I don't think people are are like you said. I don't think it's a, a lack of pride in people's music ministries. I think it's literally people are just very much in tune with what's going on in the service at that time. Like, I feel like with, with a lot of Pentecostal churches, people are listening to be entertained in that sense. Oh, definitely. And so I think, I think that's really like the big difference. Um, No, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, John Jonathan Gray. If that's if that's your real name, yeah. You actually wait. You actually just made a good point. Yeah, like I mean, the entertainment of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, like if the choir don't sound good, it's like I'm not worshiping with that. Yep, I'm not. No, that don't sound good. And that, you know, that has been a big kind of like gripe for a lot of people with black churches in general it's just that like people they 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 assume because there 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 is good preaching at black churches that are pentecostal or baptist that have good choirs like i i've rarely come across um well I've rarely been in in situations where I'm just like, man, this word is super, super trash. And all I hear is a bunch of yelling. Like, I've been in them, but it's rare that I'm like, I can't get anything out of this. Um, But I feel like a lot of people, they're like, oh, people just go to these churches just to get happy and go to, like, do praise dance. I'm just like, I don't think you actually get what's happening here. I think you Mm -hmm. were... I think people like that, they're, one, they're there to be entertained in a sense. And when those things don't happen, they're just like, oh, no one's in into the service. I'm like, no, I think you are just not into the service. Um. And I think the other part of that is they kind of see like the way that Black people praise as almost like, Illegitimate, like it's they don't find it genuine, they think that because Hollywood has kind of co opted this, they think it's kind oh of like guess. they think of it more like, oh, people are just doing this for show. And it's like, oh, you're getting me wrapped up, okay? Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and like, I don't want to say that those things don't happen, but it's mm-hmm. I, uh-huh. I, I'm heating up, I rarely. I'm heating up. I just don't I'm heating see up. that people would put in that type of energy just to do it for show. Oh, I'm heating up. Go ahead. I'm, he- I'm microwaving. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I, I allow me to disabuse you of that illusion. Okay. A lot of that stuff is show. Now, not in every arena. But when I see people do that well, I want to say that a lot when you see people do that, and like I mean be in shouting, dancing, speaking in tongues, all of the all of the above, all of the things that you know we're discussing, mm-hmm. but then you're turning around the same hour, same night, same anything. And then you're a whole different person. <laughs> that's like show to me. Like that's show. I, 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 and and a lot of the things that people do, a lot of the shouting and dancing you see is just culture. It's just, okay, we grew up seeing that. It's it's hot. It's like, imagine at midnight when the song comes on in the club, everybody runs to the dance floor. That's like how a praise break is for a lot of people. And and I'm not talking about like these mainstream level churches. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, again, I'm talking about older churches. I mean, even... You're talking... No, 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 no. no, no. I'm talking about like... like subculture churches oh, okay okay churches that are known for certain things i mean you mean like that time a, you took me to that concert on brooklyn let's <laughs> the, don't don't the, yes 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 but let's not say oh no that was but yes answer. that but that and um just i mean i it's everywhere i mean even when people have baptist fits and like high i mean and they go around like cursing someone out the next or, like well but then i won't put I, I won't put all of that under the umbrella of show like, when I think about show, and and I, I hear what you're saying, too. When I think about show, I think of it as like, oh, I'm just doing this so people don't ask me why I'm not doing it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I can speak to some of that, too. But yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm. I've done that before,
1: and I, I, <laughs> I, and I know, and
0: I, and I know people that have. I have too, and and do, yeah. Some woman caught me on the altar. And it was like trying to get me to speak in tongues. I was just like, okay, I want to be off this altar, so here we go. <laughs> ah, not this, not a story, <laughs> not proof. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I was given proof okay. that that the Holy Ghost that came into my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, let's move on because you know that, that could be another hour, and I just want to get to this other sexual thing real quick <laughs> with I, this guy. Right. Okay, so our next center, or I, I'll say sinners are where they the Callaways, the Fallways? Fallwells, Fallwells, Fallwells are family they are mostly associated with Liberty University. Liberty University for those of you who don't know is a Christian evangelical college in Lynchburg, Virginia. First of all, I would never go to a school in Lynchburg, Virginia as a black man. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that's yeah. just there there's just too much power in that name for me. <laughs> I already know what the deal is down there. But they were in the news because a gentleman came out and and actually I I, I heard that be- even before this guy came out there was another situation um, with like between them and the school where the school wanted them to step down and, and he was like no but this is kind of like the thing that's uh, that's sealing the deal he it turns out that he had this guy who had went into business with them at some point with the family to manage their hotels they he was basically having this guy have sex with his wife while he watched so react (laughs) as Joe Budden would say so mm, you know and we talked about this before, the way we kind of, like, try to puzzle everything to be this straight and narrow way Mm -hmm. with this stuff. It's just so damaging, I feel, because you're just setting up expectations that are not, for everyone, they're just not realistic. Yeah. And I think, you know, the whole, and God, this is so dangerous to say, but the whole, you know... I mean, I think you can definitely get married to one spouse, then be faithful. It's definitely possible, but are you fulfilled? This guy, Mr. Falwell, enjoyed what he was doing. Right. Like, what, what their, whatever setup they had. Yeah. It was, unless the wife was doing it against her will, she was enjoying it, too. Well, um, and she may have. Did you read? Did what? You, I mean, the article. I, that the article got crazy because like she was just like he. The boy was trying. To, I guess the guy was saying that he was trying to get out of the situation, and um, I don't know. He must have been telling her about some chick that he was dating or whatnot, and she was just like. I guess she complained to her husband, like, "Oh my god." He's trying to make me jealous by telling me about all these other girls that he's been with. Oh, wow! And so she was into it, yeah, she was into it. And he, the guy, um, so the husband was like, You're gonna make her jealous, like, just stop telling her about these things. I was just like, Oh, yeah, see, hmm So it was working for them, oh, was it? It wasn't working for somebody, though. <laughs> well, well. how does get out the guy he was just sick of it or something like why did he tell i think he told because they there was whatever was happening with their business arrangement was not what he wanted he didn't want to be a part of this thing anymore i think that's the reason why he told and they wouldn't i guess whatever the arrangement was he couldn't get out of it in a way that would have been um favorable for him yeah, so he just uh he just exposed. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like a part of me is just like I I feel like, you know, <laughs> if it was working for them, why not? Right. But I can I can see how it got, you know, kind of messy and, and sloppy. I mean, you know, and when some I mean, you can't blame this dude for stepping down. I was like, okay, if you're a president of a Christian conservative school, you already know the saying in the guidelines. Mm-hmm. No right. matter how late, late whack trash it is, outdated, you know, whatever. That's your marriage whatever you know that's still what the rules are for that school that's kind of like the makeup of the school and you're the what is it, the president whatever yeah, he's the president and it's just like it's like you know I mean I'm glad he just knew to step down like there's just no other option but going back into their personal marriage I listen I'm just at the point if they were okay with it I just don't know yeah I think it was the I think it was the wrong guy to do it with I yeah if they if they had like some sort of business thing with him, that's me- now, now you're mixing business and personal, and it's getting messy. Right. You know, hire a gigolo or escort. Yeah, like someone who is professionally going to stay silent on oh, that. Stay silent. Get his money or whatever. You know, c- c- can kind of like take you to jail if you mess it yeah. up. Yeah. Like something real, like airtight. Not some like some mess on the side. You know what I'm saying? Right. To say. had, so should have had an NDA. That's what they should have had. Yeah, And yeah. they should have kept it Because it sounds like What was happening is that this guy Was It wasn't just like a, Oh I'm Just like here for The sex And then that's the end of it It almost sounded like they were trying to get him to be A part of their relationship And that's mm. where you Start getting into like Muddy waters because you're like All right. well now you're trying to involve people's emotions even though they were paying him, which was the odd thing. Um, So, you know, here's my thing with this, and I think we kind of touched on this uh, offline, but like, one, this is consensual, right? Like, this wasn't like them forcing this kid and I'm only calling him a kid because he was 20 years old when they approached him, so she uh-huh, was uh-huh. he was able to give them consent um he didn't I don't think he worked for them at the time. I think they just met him at the at the same like pool hotel pool or whatever it was that he was working at so uh-huh. they said, "Look, I want you to do this. We'll pay you to do it, and this is what we're into. You agreed to do it, so you know i i don't think that they it this should be used as a weapon against them mm-hmm. the other part of it is you just got to be careful about what who you're going to let in your into your life absolutely um, especially you have to you have you also have to be willing so if you're going to i guess engage in this kind of like risque kind of like sexual behavior and i'm only using these words because like you said it was consensual this is what they're into that's their kink like Mm -hmm, that's what they're mm -hmm. into like there's they're -hmm. not the only ones that are into that like i -hmm. this is all it is it's a it's a live action version of someone watching porn yeah that's essentially what it is like Unless you, you as a man are into only watching lesbian porn, you have watched another man have sex with a girl that you wish you were having mm-hmm. sex with. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there's that. Um The other thing about it is, you know, they they do come from like this Christian background where there is there's an expectation that you will only have sex with your spouse that you're forsaking all others right Mm. like all of this kind of goes into it and anything outside of that is considered some sort of sexual depravity like there are people who think or at least at one point I will say that like oral sex was something that you should not do because yeah. it was like an affront to God. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, there are some people who still don't do it, not because it's an affront to God, because they just don't yeah. do it. Yeah. But I I really hope that, you know, with this younger generation that people become a little bit more free with how they view sex, particularly Christians. Um. Because I feel like there are just a lot of Christians themselves are kind of holding themselves back from yes from doing things that they want to try, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and if you would just be truthful with yourself, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you will be surprised at how much more fun you could have with sex, and if it's and for like men who are like oh I can't do this with my wife or my spouse because this, that, and the other, you will be so surprised what your wife will do just to please you. Yeah. So, that's what I got <laughs> on that. Well, yeah, I think it goes back to, again, how we view sex and religion. It, it, I said it on a previous episode, like, men of a conservative house, you marry this type of wife, you know, she does all this and that, right. check, check every box, Sex is obviously on the table, but, you know, most likely they're not going to have the full sexual experience from your wife because, you, first of all, you're not even going to bring it up. It's like that's not even on the table. Yep. And she's if she's not going to want to sound like a whore or something like that. Or maybe she'll try to bring it up, but not much. Yeah. So then you're going to go do it out there because, you know, that's not your wife. Blah, blah, blah. It's just so interesting. if pe- like I always say this, if people would just communicate about what, works for them people would just have such healthier situations and it's not always sexual it's just there's just such a lack of communication between individuals that always just leads to uh, just miscommunication yeah. I'll, I'll say that and then uh, and know, that, yeah, that... Would, I, I'm sure well I won't say I'm sure but I bet you some mm. of this is probably what's going on in John Gray's house absolutely like yeah him just probably not communicating with his wife. He, didn't, he can't even tell his wife, like, yo, I want you to cook more often. Like, he's straight up just going straight to his mistress with it. Yeah. So, you know, I can only imagine what else they're not talking about. Yeah. I, I want to bring something else up, too. I think and you and I are not like this. We can see a problem and be like okay this is what i'm having an issue with and i think for you and i if you know if it doesn't get solved we can be okay this isn't working right. and we'll we'll move on a lot of people and i think i thought you're going to disagree with me a lot of people like mess they like being in it mm. and i don't know what that's from but everybody everybody has a different story. But like a guy with a wife and has everything here and then a side chick. Like you can't tell me John Gray doesn't like he doesn't like that. You can't yeah. tell me that's not enjoyable. Or like, you know, even well, no, the, the the other guy was fine. No, the other guy to me was fine. That was his marriage. Right. It got a little messy with the third person. But like so he's but he wasn't hurting his wife. Like John Gray and like many others that we know, it's thrilling for them to do stuff like that. Because For whatever reason, like they, it's not like okay, God, I really try with her and she just won't do it. Mm -hmm. Now I gotta go. Not you know, like you're driven to someone else. A lot of people get married on purpose for this reason and know damn well they're gonna carry on, right? Right. So I think some people kind of enjoy that sort of you know messiness about it all, and that's not always sexual, just. People, some people just enjoy stuff like that yeah I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily that they enjoy it but there is I, I think people get excited by the idea of doing these things with you know women that they don't have to have ties to uh, or with people that they don't have to have ties to um, I think there's a lot of people who are embarrassed about the things that they like. And so they probably, I, I they probably have some sort of, um, I don't know what block isn't the right word, but they have some sort of apprehension of expressing this to the person that, you know, they're supposed to be married with and they got to see every day. And expressing, well, this is what I like, and this is what I would want you to do, because now you got to face the reality that, like, okay, this per- you're you're going to ask this person to do it for you, and this is, like, your spouse. You got you can't hide that, you know. I you can't hide them, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So they're always going to just know about it. So I, I think that's probably what's going on with with him and. And probably what's going on with a lot of other people is just that they are afraid to communicate what it is that they want and like out of fear. That the other person won't reciprocate and that they'll be kind of shunned. That's what I think it is. I don't know if to, there. now to your point about people liking mess, there are definitely people who like to see to see mess. I don't know if they like it in their own lives, but I know they like it. And they're attracted to that like there are some people who are like no i want a little drama in my uh in my relationship um some people think yeah but it's mess like if you're like cheating on a spouse like that level of mess like yeah okay the, th- the thrill of it the excitement that's still and when i said they enjoy that's what i'm talking about like okay like like my wife's here and i'm doing this i'm doing this girl or guy and the, and my wife doesn't know. It's just like the thrill. Some people enjoy that. Yeah, I think, but they don't want to get caught. Of course not. But I think there's a level of excitement that some people enjoy. Mm. Do you think? Um, dang, I just had a thought in my head. Um, but you know what? I'm not married, so right. We we <laughs> going right in about it. Well, that's been our episode for this week tune in to us share the podcast share it with your friends like it subscribe to it find us on twitter at of saints and center pod uh find us on instagram at of saints and sinners podcast uh we'd love your feedback follow us for updates follow us for content we'll talk to you guys later peace Peace. y'all